Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, Episode 62, 11 Ways to Improve Your Blog or Podcast in 2012. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel J. Lewis, and I hope you had a wonderful Christmas, Thanksgiving, and a happy new year. And this is only the second day into the new year, 2012. The world hasn't ended yet, and honestly, I don't anticipate that it will because, well, for multiple reasons. But one is I think the Mayans just ran out of space on their calendar. Now, going into the future, though. A lot of people are making New Year's resolutions and deciding ways that 2012 is going to be different among them, saying it may be 2012 instead of 2012. And don't forget about your podcast or blog when you're making your New Year's resolutions. Last year, about this time, in episode 27, which, wow, I was at 27 around this time last year, and now I'm at 62. That's a big jump. That's pretty cool. In episode 27, I shared some New Year's resolutions that you could make as a podcaster or blogger. Most of them could apply to blogging as well. So you can get that if you go over to theaudacitypodcast.com slash 27. And just to review those with you, so you'll remember what those things were that I recommended, is uh, number one, be consistent Number two, improve your production. Number three, improve your content. Number four, network with other bloggers and podcasters. And number five, create or update a promo and about page. Well, this year, instead of being all about like New Year's resolutions, which you can do that, sure, in your personal life, and I hope that you succeed at those things, but think about ways that you can improve your podcast or blog in 2012. You could be talking about uh, whatever topic in your blog or podcast. There are things that all of us can do that can make our blog or podcast better. And you could do these right away, or you could do them sometime in 2012. It might take a while to do these. So let's get into this. Number one, be inspired by someone else. One of the best things that I've done recently is... I got the Steve Jobs audiobook. In fact, I got it free with an Audible trial, which if you're interested in that, you can go to noodle.mx slash audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E, noodle.mx slash audible, and sign up for a free 14-day trial and also get a free audiobook of your choice, anything. But I decided to sign up and I got the Steve Jobs audiobook, and it has been really inspirational to read about someone else and their perspective, their life, and their flaws, too. Steve Jobs was a flawed person, just like all of us are. But there were many ways that I was inspired by Steve Jobs and the way that he approached things and wanted to innovate on things and totally change and shake up the market. So be inspired by someone. I I do recommend the Steve Jobs audiobook or the book. I'll have a link to that also in the show notes where you can get the audiobook or the regular book from uh, the show notes, which will be at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 62. And 
in addition to that, look at other people. It doesn't have to be someone in technology. It could be someone in marketing. It could be someone who just had a dream. One of the biggest life changes I ever made uh, or biggest inspirations I got was when I watched the movie Rudy. That's R-U-D-Y. It's about a football player uh, who, or rather just a small guy that, well, really, he was a small guy that just had this dream of playing football for Notre Dame. And he got to reach that dream. And that was inspirational to me at a young age. And that inspired me to set out to make some goals. And I have achieved all of those goals that I dreamed up at that time. And that's why I've moved on to new goals and new dreams. So be inspired by someone else. Read a book about them, about their life, or study them, or figure out how they thought. Maybe it's even just someone financial, and you can be inspired in new ways financially of affording things or taking your blog or podcast to a business level. Number two, add a new feature, theme, or segment. If you have a podcast, and you're listening to a podcast now, you're familiar with this idea of segments, and that is, it's all over in the radio, too where they have certain segments, news segments or story segments. They have a, a, a cooking show segment or a health segment or a local news segment. It's where they collect certain bits of themed information and put it into its own little segment. Your show might have this, might not. Whether you have it, consider adding a new segment or changing a segment one of my podcasts that I listen to is the Super Secret Podcast for Young Husbands. That's at thesecretcast.com because I am a young husband and this is a couple friends of mine. Actually, both of them have been guests on the Ramen Noodle before my clean comedy podcast. Michael Prince and uh, Rob have been on there from It's Just Us. And they both host the show and They've gone through this little revision and they've dropped a couple segments and they've added a couple segments to their show. You could do this too. When I was doing the ramen noodle, or I still am, but when I was looking at totally revising the way that I did the ramen noodle, I thought about what segments could I add to this? I came up with certain things that I was already kind of doing, but turned it into an official segment. And I came up with new ideas like I was just playing around with my voice in the car because I was going to be a a character in a vacation Bible school. And I was just playing around with my voice. What kind of voice could I make and all of this? And I I made this voice, which I'm not going to do it right now because I'm just getting over a cold and I don't want to risk losing my voice. So I won't make the voice, but you can listen over at cleancomedypodcast.com. Listen to an episode that has Bachelor Boot Camp or Sergeant Packet. That's a voice that I just randomly came up with in the car while playing around with my voice. And then I thought, ooh, this would be cool to use in the comedy podcast. Maybe I could make a segment. So I invented a new segment for that. And there were other segments that I invented for that show. And we're thinking of other things coming up. In our brand new podcast, which is about Once Upon a Time, ABC's TV show, it's over at oncepodcast.com. We've got segments in that. We talk about things in fairy tale land, things in storybook. We talk about lost references, uh, crossovers and Easter eggs. 
And we have certain segments in that. Feedback is a segment. So consider, look at your show, look at what you do, and think about, is there a new segment that you could do that you could consistently provide content for that segment? It could be something funny, serious. It could be something from your listeners, or maybe one of your listeners volunteers to say, I'm great at this. I'd like to provide this as a segment for you. And you could add that. Or if you're a blogger, just a blogger, not a podcaster yet, you could do a series or maybe a segment of your articles. Each of your articles ends with a little tip, like a life tip or a tip related to your content. You could do a podcast series. Remember last year around uh, October time, I did a series on live podcasting. And you can go check that out. The actual link to, if you want to see just that stuff, would be theaudacitytopodcast.com slash tag slash live dash podcasting, which I hate that I just said that. So just look at the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 62, and you can see those episodes there that were a series that I did on live podcasting. So add a new feature, theme, or a segment to your show or blog. Number one, be inspired by someone else. Number two, add a new feature, theme, or segment. Number three, update your website. I'm not talking about just posting new content, but WordPress 3.3 recently came out and it has some great updates to it. I love that you can now drag and drop media into the add media window. It's now an add media. It's not just add images, but it's add media. So you can add your audio, video, pictures, whatever there. If you're using a modern browser, you can drag your stuff onto it. That's great. It's really handy. I love it. It no longer uses Adobe Flash player like the previous WordPress uploader did. And also the menus and some other things about WordPress 3.3 are really nice and nicely updated. So you could update your website that way. Just be careful with your plugins. Some plugins may not be updated yet. But that's not the only way to update your website, just the software. You could also, of course, give your website a facelift. And by the way, I'm a web designer. So if you'd like to, you could hire me to design some of that stuff for you. But you could add something new, like a, a, a new feature functionality to your website. Maybe you've got a newsletter and for a while you've just been telling people go to my my MailChimp page to sign up or or you get their email addresses personally and you sign them up or whatever. Maybe you add an actual sign up widget on your page. Maybe your phone number isn't on your website where it's visible for everyone to see. Maybe you want to add a better commenting system. I am making a major change. I'm trying switching from intense debate to live fire. I've been looking at it for a while and finally made the decision to try it out. Uh, Instead of discuss, I'm trying out live fire and I might switch back to something else. And it's fixed one problem on my site that I was actually having, but It's introduced something else just because of my little sandbox thing. But I'm trying something new there. Maybe you want to try something like that. Or you might want to make sure that your email address and phone number are visible on every single page of your website so it's easy for people to contact you. Consider ways that you could make your website better. Update your website in some way. Number four, market yourself in more places. There are so many groups on the internet 
about podcasting and probably about whatever field you're in. Are you on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, different communities with forums and such? If you are an active participant in those communities, then market to them. Just please don't be a spammer in doing this. Be polite. Don't like be so self-promoting that that's all people think you talk about. But market to them in a relevant way. Find where your audience is and then let them know about your content because then they'll come back, they'll listen to you, uh, you'll establish yourself as an expert, you'll be able to grow your audience that way. And it also benefits them because they get to hear additional information about the stuff that they're interested in. So look at new ways that you can market yourself and new and more places that you can market yourself in 2012. Number five, ask more open-ended questions. I love getting feedback. You probably love getting feedback too because it shows that your audience is listening, they care, and they want to ask you something or share something with you. One of the best ways to get feedback is ask open-ended questions. This is just in general a good way to have a discussion with people. So this is an interviewing tip too. ask open-ended questions. For example, an open-ended question would be, what do you think of blank? But these are better than yes and no questions or AB questions. Like a yes, no question would just be, do you like blank? Do you like pickles? Well, yes or no. That's, that's how people can answer. People can expound on their answer, but you're not inviting them to by asking a simple yes, no question. Or an A-B question, and I am so guilty of doing this. I've caught myself doing this a lot in conversation. I call these A-B questions where I give them the answer of uh, what I'm asking in a question. So I might ask something like, do you not like audiobooks because you can't focus as much? Or is it because you like looking at words on a page? I've given them two answers and now they almost feel like they have to do that or they have to say, no, you're wrong. It's actually because of C. Or So I'm not asking an open-ended question in that. I'm trying to work on that and just my conversation skills, not asking A, B questions. But ask these open-ended questions of your audience and that can inspire more conversation with them and developing or gaining more content in terms of feedback from them. So number one, be inspired by someone else. Number two, add a new feature, theme, or segment. Number three, update your website. Number four, market yourself in more places. Number five, ask more open-ended questions. And number six, learn something new. No matter what your passion is, no matter how much you know about your passion, there's probably still something more that you could learn about your passion. So I suggest read a book, watch a video, subscribe to a newsletter, listen to another podcaster who talks about what you're interested in. You can learn something new that will benefit you personally, or it might benefit your audience. You could learn a new way of presenting the same information, a new uh, additional thing about the information. Keep learning Don't think that you've reached a point where there's nothing more to learn or no one else has anything that you don't already have. We can all keep learning 
even in the areas we're most passionate about. So learn something new. Or maybe don't even look at your topic alone. Look at better ways to present your topic or your message. Like you could, you could read about how to write better headlines or how to build a better Twitter following, how you could market better in face-to-face or over the internet, how if you've got a podcast, you could learn how to be a better voice actor and have a better voice in your podcast or anything else that helps you present your message better. These are things that you can learn. They don't directly improve your message, but it may help you improve your communication of the message better. So learn something new. Number seven, invite a guest. People read you or listen to you because they like you in some way. But getting that fresh perspective is always great because people might, other people bring something new to the table. They're not you. So they have something you don't have. They might have a new perspective or maybe they're an expert in a particular area that you only know the surface of. So ask them, invite them to be a guest, or it could just be someone who's a very faithful listener and participant in your content, and you decide to honor them by asking them to be a guest, or you think that they might have something to share to your audience that you can't share yourself. It adds extra value to your content, and they might be able to give a special expert opinion on your topic. I did this, I've done this a few times, especially with the ramen noodle. I would get guests on there who could tell funny stories or uh, people who I thought were pretty funny. But also here on the Audacity podcast, I've had a couple guests before, and one of them was Steve Robbins from Get Get It Done Guys, Quick and Dirty Tips to Do More, to Work Less and Do More. Yeah, that's it. And I asked him to share productivity tips for podcasting. I wouldn't say, and I'm sure Stever wouldn't even claim to be a podcasting expert or a podcasting pro, maybe even necessarily. He said that he's gone through some rough times too, but you know what he's an expert on? Productivity. He's great at getting things done, learning how to build workflows, improve his time and spend less effort, get better return on all of this. So he shared productivity tips for podcasting. And I'll have a link to that episode in the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 62. But you can listen to that episode and hear what he had to say about productivity tips for podcasting at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 48. I also have in mind several other special guests who will come on and share something that is something they're passionate about that I think will benefit you as podcasters and potential podcasters. They're areas of expertise that apply. It's not always just people who are podcasting about podcasting who have something to offer to other podcasters. It could be many other things like uh, grammar, speaking style, promotion, marketing, websites, technical details, hosting, anything like that. Anything that someone else is an expert that can benefit you, I want to try and bring them onto the show at some point. So I have in mind to invite some special guests 
that I've been trying to get on the show for a while. And 2012 will be the year they will be on the show, finally. So invite a guest. Number eight, host a contest or a giveaway. These are a lot of fun and it really builds your community because people get to see each other post a lot. It's a lot of fun to interact a lot more with your people because they've got something they want and you get the benefit of growing your community, maybe even getting more popular depending on how you do this. Now, just for some clarification, there are differences between a contest and a giveaway. A contest is a competition that requires participants to perform something that makes them stand out from the other contestants. So this might be, I'll use, for example, a, a couple contests that I've recently participated in at some Android websites because I've got an Android phone. And I like the Android platform. So a couple of these contests were things like make a video review of your favorite app on Android. So I entered that or others would say, take a picture that's this or uh, do this or do that. Or It was a contest. We were competing against each other to perform something and in some way stand out from our contestants. A giveaway is, doesn't require so much. A giveaway is when something is freely given away with little or no requirement from the other contestants or participants. So this might be where you would say, uh, sign up for the newsletter and I'll give away something to the subscribers or tweet this and you'll be entered for this giveaway or um, post a comment here or answer this question and you'll be entered for this giveaway. So a giveaway is a lot more open, a lot more freely available and easier to enter as well. You see this a lot on radios where it's just like, uh, the, fir- the fourth person to call in will re- win these tickets to a movie. Don't think of only expensive items like an iPad or a, an iPod Touch, but you do want it to be something desirable. And if you can't afford something, this is a great time that you could reach out to a business to consider sponsoring your contest or giveaway with prizes of their own. Many of these Android websites that had all of these giveaways weren't paying for these giveaways at all. It was certain companies that make these Android devices or Android software wanted to sponsor this giveaway. It's more publicity for them. It's more publicity for you. And the people who enter often have fun doing it. And someone is going to win that contest. In fact, I just recently won a contest for an Amazon Kindle Fire I still haven't received it in the mail yet. I'm a little concerned because I won it a month and a half ago. Maybe it will be soon. I keep hoping it's today. So host a contest or a giveaway in 2012. Number nine, improve your grammar. Originally, this list was going to be 10. But when I wrote down the differences between contests and giveaways, it reminded me that improving your grammar could be a great way to improve your blog or podcast in 2012. Especially get to know the proper usage of words that are commonly confused, like effect and affect, or further versus farther, or less versus fewer. 
Now, you're probably curious to know the differences between those things, so I'll go ahead and explain them. An effect is a, it's, it's more of a noun. It's something, a person, place, or thing, or it's a, it's a thing that you can see, like special effects in auto. And I'm emphasizing that. Don't say effect like that, but it's, it's a thing. Like that's a cool effect on your website that, that lens flare there, or that gives a cool effect to this effect can also be a verb. Like if you have a plan and you want to say, let's put this plan into effect, you could also say, let's effect the plan. Effect is when something is doing, is taking an action on something else. So the weather is affecting me today. Further versus farther. Further is a more kind of a, a, a metaphorical distance. Like imagine how we say furthermore or this further proves the point. Farther is about measurable distances. So the farther you walk, the farther that car drives, and so on. Less versus fewer is one I hear a lot of podcasters make this mistake, and a lot of people make this mistake. Fewer should be used if it's a countable item. So if I'm talking about how many podcasts I produce in uh, 2010 versus 2011, I might say, I would say I produced fewer podcast episodes in 2010 than in 2011. Less would be if it's not a countable item, but it is a smaller portion. Like you might say, let's have less milk in this uh, hot chocolate. You wouldn't say let's have fewer milk because milk is not a countable item. You'd say let's have less milk in this. So if you say less podcasts, then you're saying that the podcast is less, not the fewer countable podcasts. And there are many other things where it's word confusions, but here's what I highly recommend you do. If you aren't already, subscribe to Grammar Girl. Search iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast directory is for Grammar Girl's quick and dirty tips to improve your grammar. I highly recommend it. I've learned a lot through that. Uh, certain things like the the redundancy of saying whether or not and other advanced grammar things as well as simple grammar things. I highly recommend that you do that. And they are great ways that you can improve your grammar and it doesn't cost you anything, but it makes you sound better. And especially if you write these things down on your website, it will make you look better. I saw a couple podcasts within the last couple months use the less versus fewer incorrectly in the headline. And it was just like, oh, ouch, that, that hurts my brain. So improve your grammar in 2012. It doesn't have to mean you're going to be suddenly a Pulitzer Prize winning grammarian in your writing and podcasting, but just look for the little things that you can improve. Number 10, upgrade one piece of equipment. We are not all wealthy podcasters. Wait, is that is that an oxymoron, wealthy podcasters? <laughs> but there is something that we could all do just a little bit to save money 
And over time, we might be able to afford upgrading one piece of our equipment. For podcasters, there's a, there are a lot of things that we could upgrade. Maybe you want a better microphone or an additional microphone. I recently had to purchase an additional microphone because for our Once Upon a Time podcast over at oncepodcast.com, we have four hosts and I have three microphones. So for a little while, my wife and I were sharing a microphone for the first few episodes. And you can kind of hear it by the fact that anytime uh, we talk, sometimes we're slightly off mic. But maybe you want to upgrade your microphone. That could be expensive, but it is worth it. Or maybe you want an additional microphone to have more co-hosts on with you. Maybe you need a bigger mixer to be able to do more things at the same time. A better pop filter or maybe a pop filter in the first place if you don't have one. A nicer mic stand. You've heard me say before that I love my Heil PLT2, I think that's the model number, mic stand, which is a boom arm. So I can move my microphone all over and it's not just tied to this spot on the ground and this big stand that slowly sags, but it's really handy. I love it. Uh, It might be something like more comfortable headphones, which I'm hoping I can upgrade to this year. If I start wearing these headphones for any longer than an hour, I, I, my ears start to hurt. And if I haven't shaved in a couple days when I wear these headphones, I joke about the headphones leave headphone poop on my face because the little rubber bits around the headphones are starting to fall off. So it leaves little black speckles on the side of my face. And they're old, they're cheap headphones. They're just, they're like 15 or $20 headphones. I'd like to get something better and something more comfortable this year. So that's something I'm hoping to upgrade this year. Or you know those adapters or cables that you always need, but you never have them when you need them? Consider buying them this year, and it might not cost you a lot. I I often find I'm running out of either splitters or uh, adapters of some sort, like eighth inch to quarter inch or vice versa, little things like that. You can pick them up at Walmart or a musician's friend or monoprice.com or anything like that. And it's really inexpensive, but it can be a huge help to have those things. Or looking at some of the more expensive stuff, maybe a faster computer or newer software, or maybe you want to upgrade the hard drive on your computer or a better camera, a webcam, a video cam, a still camera, whatever it is. Look at everything that you do in your blogging and podcasting workflow. And you might find something that you realize, yeah, it would be nice to have this better. Maybe maybe it's even just an app for your smartphone or an app for your computer that doesn't cost a lot, but can really help your productivity. I've got a bunch of little things like that that I like that I use regularly. So consider putting some money aside to upgrade those this year. And it will help you be a better blogger and a better podcaster. So number one on this list of 11 ways to improve your blog or podcast in 2012, be inspired by someone else. Number two, add a new feature, theme, or segment. Number three, update your website. Number four, market yourself in more places. Number five, ask more open-ended questions. Number six, learn something new. Number seven, invite a guest. Number eight, host a contest or giveaway. Number nine, improve your grammar. Number 10, upgrade one piece of equipment. And number 11, big one here, launch a new passion. 
maybe 2012 is the year that you finally decide it's it's the right time for you to launch that new blog or new website that you've been thinking about for so long or just thinking about recently. Make it happen this year. If you need help with your website or launching any of this, then I'd be happy to help you with that. You can hire me and contact me through D- daniel at djosephdesign.com or the old number is 859-353-4332. That's now my business number. So if you're interested in hiring me, you can do that. Or you might not need my help, whatever the case. But consider launching that new passion in 2012. Like I said, in just the last month of 2011, I decided it was right, a good time for us to finally launch a podcast that we'd been thinking about for a while, and that was our Once Upon a Time podcast over at oncepodcast.com. Please check it out and leave ratings and reviews in iTunes. It's about the TV show from ABC, and we decided to launch that, and it's become a new passion. It was a new passion before we launched it, and that's why we launched it. So maybe 2012 is the year that you could launch a new blog or podcast, but be careful. Don't launch too many. Don't feel like you have to launch something new. Don't feel like you have to have a dozen blogs and a dozen podcasts. Be good at what you're good at. Be good at a few things, not just okay with a bunch of things. So if you're thinking about all of these ideas of new podcasts that you could launch, pick one and launch it and be really good at it. Don't try and launch a dozen podcasts in 2012 unless you have the time and the money and resources and that's part of your business model. But be good at a few things. It's better to launch one podcast and get really good at it than to launch five podcasts, be okay with them, and then half of them don't survive past their fourth episode, which most podcasts, by the way, don't survive past their seventh episode. I've seen that a lot. So launch a new passion, maybe. Think about what you're passionate about and ways that you can communicate that passion. It might be just a blog. It might be a podcast, or maybe this is the year for you. You've been listening to this episode, and you finally have your your tools together, and you are ready. This is going to be the year that you will launch your podcast. That would be fantastic. So I'd like to hear from you. How are you planning to improve your blog or podcast in 2012. I've heard a couple people say that they plan to upgrade their microphone. They're going to buy the Heil PR40 microphone. And I've heard some other people say that they will be starting a new podcast or they just started a new podcast. Or uh, a lot of people are contacting me, having me redesign their podcast cover art. By the way, podcastcoverart.com if you want to check that out. And others are are hiring me to update their websites for them and such. But I want to know, how are you planning to improve your blog or podcast in 2011 or 2012? Let me know. Email feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or call the new voicemail line, which is 903-231-2221. And let me know what you think about what I've shared here. And also, please tell me, how are you going to improve 
Even if you just have one goal for 2011 for how you can improve, that's great. Make a goal. I'm, by the way, I made this a list of 11 items. So if you wanted, you could just decide that you're going to do each of these in a month and then we'll say take December off. So you get, you get one month off or you get one month to be lazy if you want to do all of these things. But maybe you have a goal for each month this year. That's great. That would be great if you have something attainable, measurable like that with a deadline. Maybe you have one goal for the whole year. That's great too. Maybe it's launch a podcast and reach so many subscribers this year. That's a great goal. I want to hear what are your goals? What are the things that you're going to do in 2012 to improve your blog or podcast? Please email feedback at theaudacitytopodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. Now, you ready for something controversial? I want to know, what do you think of the Stop Online Privacy Act, or SOPA, or SOPA, that is brought before the House of Representatives recently, and will be going back into discussion as soon as the government comes back after the winter recess? I'm going to spend a whole episode coming up talking about the Stop Online Privacy Act and how it could affect bloggers and podcasters. In short, I will tell you that I am opposed to it, and I would encourage you to contact your local or your state officials and let them know that you oppose the Stop Online Privacy Act as well. And it is, by the way, for international people, this is a U.S. thing, but it affects international things. Oddly, a U.S. law that affects international websites. It's, I would say it's disturbing, uh, but I would love to hear from you what you think about it. Yes, I am going to talk about a political issue on the Audacity to Podcast, but you know, I get controversial about other things too. And oh oh boy, I have a very controversial topic that I'm debating, talking about in a future episode. Maybe it would make a great Valentine's Day episode. Hint, hint. So what do you think about it? Please email me feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com slash, or yeah, (laughs) theaudacitypodcast.com or call in to 903-231-2221. And you can also leave a comment on the show notes and get the links to the stuff that I mentioned here at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 62. So I'd like to hear from you what you're going to do differently in 2012, ways that you're going to improve, something new that you're going to try, whatever. What are your goals? What are you going to do differently in 2012? Again, that's feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or 903-231-2221. Please follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Noodle, And check out the new podcast over at oncepodcast.com if you're a fan of the new show, Once Upon a Time, which I think is just awesome. I love that show. It's fun. I can't wait for the new episode on January 8th. Please also check out podcastcoverart.com and I'm going to extend my sale price through January. So it stays at $150 through January if you want a new podcast cover art for your website. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, 
It's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue before the year ends in 2012. (laughs) I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts on clean comedy, Christian movie reviews with critical thinking, and our new podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. It's all over at noodle.mx, and the new podcast is over at oncepodcast.com. So check out all of the podcasts on the Noodle Mix Network at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If you like technology and you like podcasts, then check out techpodcast.com. There's so much great content there and so many great hosts there too. They've There are some just awesome people there. I've gotten to know many of them. They've got some great content. So check it out over at techpodcast.com.